Alhamdulillah wa salatu wa salam ala rasulillah wa I'm going to try and keep this short. Sadaqallahu al-Ladim. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said that the life of this world is a deception. The reason I want to remind myself and you about this ayah is because with reference to social media. A little bit of history. It has always been the purpose of the ruling class. Whether that ruling class uh, is royalty, is, is kings, or whether the ruling class is an oligarchy, which is uh, business people and other people who are in power, they're not formally kings. There is one single purpose which spans all ideologies of any ruling class, which is to superimpose their standard, to superimpose their thinking, to superimpose their concepts on the masses and to make the masses, bring the masses into a state of mind where they accept those concepts as the truth in contradiction to what their own heart may tell them. They accept that concept which is coming from the ruling class as the truth within quotes, even if it is opposed to their own personal set of beliefs. So that's one uh, purpose of any ruling class. And the second purpose of the ruling class is to eliminate ideally from the source itself or if it can't be done from the source then maybe later on eliminate by the use of force any opposition to them. So either create a situation where people do not oppose them at all so there is no need for any force or if necessary use force but opposition is not acceptable. I mean this is the this is and has been the purpose of any ruling class across the world throughout history. <clears throat> now, how is this related to social media? This is related to social media because social media is the reality of social media, is that social media is the tool of the ruling class in order to rule. And social media fulfills these two purposes that I mentioned absolutely ideally. How? First, by making you believe that the dominant rhetoric, the dominant narrative is actually your own. To make you believe this. You believe that you are, this is happening from within you. You believe that this is coming from people like you. So therefore the credibility increases hugely rather than the ruling class talking to you it is your own friend your own brother your own sister your own cousin who is telling you this and therefore it becomes much more uh, believable because it is like one of my own telling me so social media does this thing which is to make that dominant narrative appear as if it is your own so obviously, if it is my own, then I will not rebel against it. 
نمبر ون نمبر ٹو از ایز ایسے دا پرپز از اف دیر از ریبیلین کٹ دیٹ ریبیلین ڈاؤن وین یو ہیو چینج دا نیریٹو ان اے وے ویئر اٹ از ٹیکن ایز مائی اون دین آئی ڈو ناٹ ہیو ٹو کٹ ریبیلین بیکاز دیر ول بی نو ریبیلین سو دیٹ از ایبسولوٹلی آئیڈیل ماڈل ناؤ ہاؤ ڈو یو ٹیک سم تھنگ ایز ودن کوٹس دا ٹروتھ one of the most common ways of most people and sorry to say that the vast majority of people do not think their brains are the manure in which their hair grow simple as that it's a pot with mud in it for the growth of hair nothing else so for such people what is the truth that which is believed by the maximum number of people so if i can produce something and i say look this thing has got a million people who believe the same thing then what do most people say it must be true it must be true now what does how does how is this achieved in social media this is achieved in social media by what is called click farms and i'm going to send you articles on this so do read it also what is a click farm a click farm is where for 29.99 i can get 1000 followers on twitter i can get 1000 likes on facebook i can get 1000 friends on facebook how does it happen it happens in shady little joints in the philippines in bangladesh in other places where there are people working 24 hour shifts switching sim cards into phones to authenticate accounts they've got sim cards piled in boxes and they've got phones you know they've got those ancient nokia phones so they switch sim cards to authenticate accounts and once the account is established remove that sim card put another one next account next account next account and then click 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 like 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 the chat posts on facebook my mother died 25 likes so now you the twitter uh, account holder or the facebook page guy you say my facebook page has 10000 likes very nice do you know who those 10000 people are more than likely you don't know more than 10 of them so how did this 10000 where is this 10000 from Let me give you my own example. Facebook, I was never on Facebook because I think I saw the Facebook reality early enough in my life to never get on it. But Twitter, I was on Twitter for a while and the reason I was on Twitter was for English language, not for Twitter because Twitter has this 140 characters uh, limit. So for me, I used to set this as a challenge for myself to say whatever I want to say, I must say it in 140 characters or less. So it was more for me a linguistic exercise than anything else. But I suddenly found that I had like 10,000 followers on Twitter. So and people who would meet me and say, oh, Mr. Yavarbek, mashallah, you know, got 10,000 followers. But there are people with millions of followers, so 10,000 is no big deal. But anyway, 10,000 followers. <coughs> Then after being on Twitter for some months, uh, I found that one of the 
fallouts of Twitter is uh, the enormous amount of negativity. And that, I think this is true for all uh, social media. So, there's only bad news and bad news and bad news and bad news and bad news. And in any case, I don't read the newspaper for the same reason. I do, have no, I do not even have a television in the house for the same reason. I, I'm not interested in bad news. Uh, you know, we can generate enough of our own. So, I decided that enough is enough. Uh, I have enough practice. I, I know enough English to write uh, whatever I want to write in 140 characters. I don't need Twitter for that. So, I wrote a final message on Twitter uh, saying, you know, I'm, so this is the reason I'm leaving Twitter and uh, sorry about that and goodbye and I came out of the account. So, I thought to myself, I'm going to get at least minimum 10,000 regret messages saying, oh, we are very sorry to see you go and you added so much value to my life and you know, how will I live my rest of my life uh, without you, in, without you in it and I'm seriously contemplating suicide. I mean, something like this. So I thought maybe I'm… <laughs> right? So, I thought I'm going to get at least 10,000 10, followers. So, I was at least 10,000 messages. Guess how many I got? Three. And those three were from people who are very close, good friends of mine. I know they actually exist. They didn't come out of some click from. And all three said, one of them said, Aryan Van Litt from uh, Holland, he said, absolutely brilliant decision. <laughs> yeah? So he said, two others, uh, both of them IPS officers, students of mine from, <laughs> from India, they said, we regret your leaving because we enjoyed your messages, but we understand why you are doing that. Three messages out of 10,000 followers. Right? Okay. We have our Fajr reminders. So, Alhamdulillah, Bismillah Ta'ala, the Fajr reminder goes out every single day, rain, moon, or sunshine. Now, one of the platforms it goes on is Google. And Google gives you what is called Google Statistics. So, Google Statistics gives you two things. It gives you the number of people listening to that. And it also gives you uh, a global map which shows you a footprint of this thing across the world. So, which countries have got the maximum listeners and, uh, you know, which countries uh, have less and so on. So, so the nice graphic map which comes. So, according to Google statistics, and remember I am saying Google statistics specifically because this Google statistics does not uh, cover podcast, it doesn't cover uh, iPhone, uh, you know, users, so it doesn't cover uh, the Apple world, it doesn't cover, for example, WhatsApp, uh, it doesn't cover also those who receive the same Fajr reminder as a forward from their friends. So, he's looking only at the primary uh, receiver. Now, those statistics tell us that several thousand people listen to the Fajr reminders every day and the footprint, global footprint, that map looks very nice, believe me. Right? So, I must tell myself that I am the most popular sheikh in the world. Right? Until you go into the reality of it, which is that a Fajr reminder average is about 15 minutes. So, it's either a little bit less or a little bit more, about 15 minutes. But if you look at the, at the time, average time, listen to that Fajr reminder, I think it's around 10 minutes, something like this. So, if somebody is listening to a 15-minute reminder for 10 minutes, what does it tell you? <laughs> so, now what must I tell myself? You get the point I'm saying? 
They got the message in 10 minutes. They got the message in 10 minutes. So, reduce it to a <laughs> Good point, actually. <laughs> Similarly, we have on YouTube, uh, I think currently the lectures are 300 around 400 yeah 394 there are around 400 lectures on youtube total time is a couple of hundred hours in terms of that 400 lectures again sound looks very nice on youtube so much what is the presence on youtube big presence average time watched compare that to the time period of the lecture no relation whatsoever. Now, usual advice given to me is shorten it, shorten it, shorten it, shorten it. Very nice. To what extent? Again, I must go to the statistics. What is the statistics? The average attention span of the millennial, and some of them are sitting here, including my famous uh, students, is less than that of a goldfish. Three seconds. So, what can I say in three seconds, please? In any case, I am not interested in goldfish. <laughs> they are not even good to eat. So, my standard is very simple. I will say what I have to say as effectively as I know how to say it. You want to listen, listen. You don't want to listen, don't listen. Khalas. I am not interested. And I can afford to do that because I don't take money for it. It makes no difference to me anyway. So, that's fine. Point I am making is, please understand. Social media as a tool, you want to send something out to the world and feel good about it, by all means, do that. But social media, which means that you are involving your personal time in it. What is my personal time involved in Fajr Reminders? The time it takes to say it, 15 minutes. Khalas. What is my personal involvement in terms of time for any lecture? The time it takes to deliver that lecture, that's it. I don't even look at the statistics. I never listen to myself on YouTube. Never. The only thing I do is I look, I open the YouTube uh, thing when the lecture comes to see how my pagdi was looking and that particular thing. You know, <laughs> did my turban look nice or not? That's it. Period. So about ten seconds, I'm gone from there. So in the statistics, one of the ten-second ones is me. <laughs> Spoiling the average. Spoiling the average is unnecessarily. Yeah? Spoiling them. My point is this, my brothers and sisters, which is that. Using that as a tool to maybe propagate a message or send out a statement or you are advertising some product and so on, by all means do that. It's, it's a tool like any other tool. But if you are spending time on it and if you are fooling yourself that by your message on Twitter or by your message on Facebook, you are inspiring the world and the world is going to change itself. Believe me, in al hayatu dunya illa mataul urur is not illustrated better than than on social media. It is mataul urur super exemplified. Figment of the imagination. All your likes, all your friends can be unfriended. This is a new terminology. Yeah? Like and unlike, and friend and unfriend. What is unfriend? It's bad English. But that's. Uh, eh? But this is what you are. This is a fact. And remember, your time spent there in that is real time. 
your time spent there is real time your your time is not is not a figment of anybody's imagination that is your life your seconds of your life ticking away while you are sitting on facebook trying to send these great inspirational messages to change the life of, any, of other people it is much better you shut your facebook account and change your own life that is concrete that is in your hand what do we need today we need people with very good interpersonal skills the ability to communicate with people the ability to touch hearts the ability to change minds the ability to influence people believe me that like football is a contact sport the only way you will learn that is when you stand in front of a warm body and talk to it not on a computer screen not on facebook the only way of making a friend is to go and talk to somebody and make a friend not click the friend icon on on a facebook account when you make a friend like that you realize you cannot unmake friends not so easy It doesn't take one click It takes a lot more than one click so as i said i don't want to take a long time to say this very very simple this is the way in which the ruling class controls the people how one by forcing by, by making you believe the dominant rhetoric that this is my own view it is not your view it's how your mind has been changed number 2 what it does is how do you put down protest traditionally by force so people would hit the street they would protest there would be a procession there would be something and then the state or the ruling class would come out there heavy handed with uh, tanks and machine guns and put down the protest what social media has done is take it to a very beautiful sublime level which is when you protest what happens there is this need to express yourself right i have to stand up and say this thing is wrong now if enough of me are there and we get on the street we are going to actually cause a problem for the ruling class because here are the people the people have hit the street here is a million man march to say that racism is wrong so the the state has to do something about this but how about if you can give people that psychological kick that i am protesting without actually hitting the street that is beautiful that is absolutely superb because as the ruling class i have to do nothing you got your kick your adrenaline is out of the system now you can go back to sleep and i continue to do my work you and you don't protest your protest means nothing all your protesting on facebook and so on does not put a single piece of dry bread in the hand of a starving child in syria all your protest in the world does not stop one bullet from entering the head of a of a, of a child in gaza all your protest on facebook and all your petitions to this place and that place does not change one hairstyle on somebody's head but you got your kick so the need to protest is over i protested absolutely beautiful absolutely beautiful true opiate of the masses not religion social media you can do injustice people will feel outraged but you do not have to bear the problem of public outrage 
because you now found a channel where public outrage can be expressed without bothering you. So you get a lot of clicks, click, 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 click. People are angry. Then people have gone back to sleep. Alhamdulillah, my work goes on. I don't have to do anything. This is the psychology behind social media. That is why it's called social engineering. You're changing the mindset of people and people are getting this false kick out of doing something which is completely and totally worthless. And where you are spending the time of which is really life. What is time? Time is life. Is your life. You are spending it in that for which you are questionable before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on the day of judgment. But Allah says, what did you do with the time that I gave you? Yalla, I spent it in front of Facebook making and unmaking friends and clicking and, and likes and dislikes. So, what are you going to do now? Unfacebook exit. Un exit. Exactly. Seriously. If you don't do that, then you just wasted your time listening to me for, for this time. Get out. Get out of Facebook. Get out of Twitter. Get out of all groups on WhatsApp. Maybe there is a, you know, purely for communication, if there is a group of colleagues or what not, only communication, no forwards, no jokes, no pictures of food, especially in Ramadan. <laughs> that is for Instagram. Yeah, that's for Instagram. No, this, 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 I imagine this is, the, this is another, this is the big figment of the imagination where you are taught to believe that what is on your plate is of such great significance that it must have global, uh, it must have, you know, global viewing. I was saying to somebody, somebody sent me a cartoon the other day saying, do you realize that it is possible to fly out of your city without putting it on Facebook? It's not a requirement, it's not part of immigration. You know, I have to go somewhere, it must be on Facebook. You won't get a visa unless you put it on Facebook. It's not true, you can go without it, no worry. It's legal. This is what has happened. It's a false sense of significance for useless things. Not because of your character, not because of your learning, not because of your, your, your sakhavat, your charity or something, but because of what food you ate and where you went. Totally useless things. So please, get out of all of these things. WhatsApp groups, one of the greatest killers and wasters of time. And believe me, anyone who believes that they are not addicted is fooling themselves, they are lying. You will know when you face Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is addiction like drugs, nothing else. Unless you get your Facebook kick every day, you can't go to sleep. Last final sajda is on Facebook before you go to sleep. Yeah? Sooner than later, Facebook will bother to take us out. You don't worry about the azkar for the night. The zikr for the night is Facebook. Last, I must open to see what has been said about me. Unless I do that, how can I sleep? Please get out of all this. No groups on WhatsApp. You want to send somebody a message? Write a letter. Pick up the phone. Talk to them. Listen, hear their voice, you know, talk to them, hear their voice. Send a message and say, is it okay, can I call you now? I'm not saying just call them in the middle of the night. That's why I had to actually change my phone number, you know this, I mean, I changed my number for that reason. Two o'clock in the night, 
I get a phone call. I heard like my father was not well at that time. I pick up the phone suddenly thinking, Sheikh, Wallah, Sheikh, I am listening to your khutbah. Oh, Sheikh, I love you, Sheikh. La hawla hawla Go forget somebody. I mean, go to somebody else at 2 o'clock in the night, but not me. I, to, I literally changed my phone number for this reason. Right? I, my number is confidential. I don't give it to anybody. Really crazy. I mean, this, this, we live in a mad world. So please understand this. Get out of these things. These are addictive, these things. You and I have to answer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for our time. And if you are spending that time sitting on some WhatsApp group, sending nonsensical messages or, you know, updating your Facebook page or doing something, please do not put yourself in that situation where you have to answer Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You want to talk to someone, call them. You want to talk to someone, send them a message, write them a letter, go meet them face to face. That is the best thing. Invite them to your home. You know, this builds relationships, this builds uh, friendships. You want to propagate Islam? Go talk to people. Go meet the person face to face and talk to, talk to people. Not some disembodied message on Facebook. Convinces nobody. And final point is, this whole issue of forwards. Mindless forwards. How many times have you, have you got this forward that the sun is rising from the, from the west? NASA has confirmed Everything, eh? Oh, oh boy, God knows how many years. Huh? Then Sheikh Ahmad huh, had this dream in which Rasulullah told him that everything evil in the world comes from the woman. So, where did Sheikh Ahmad come from? Himself. Who is Sheikh Ahmad? Please, don't waste time of people. You know, my, my, and incidentally, since this will be heard by various people, anyone send me a message like that, I not only reject the message, I block that person, that person will never see the inside of my, uh, you know, social whatever for the rest of their lives. I block their number, I, everything completely, totally cut. Because <laughs> I'm seriously addicted to idiots. So really, I mean, I'm not addicted, I'm allergic to <laughs> <laughs> so please, I, I want to finish with this. Please understand, don't waste your life, don't waste your time. Alhamdulillah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us a limited amount of time. We don't even know how much we have got left. Let us use it for positive things. As I said, by all means, go out there, meet people face to face. It will help you. You will build real friends, real relationships. Right? You get close to people, you understand them, you see their differences, you learn how to deal with all that. That is the positive thing to do. Get out of all of these things. No Facebook, no Twitter, no WhatsApp groups, no nothing. And please don't post <laughs> pictures of food on Facebook <laughs> and things like that. Jazakumullah khair. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa